The UK-Canadian trade deal, the Oxford vaccine joins the race, and a rescued dog. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Monday the 23rd of November. Next Monday is the 100th episode of The Daily Briefing, so to celebrate, we're doing a live stream that goes through the 100 weirdest, craziest and funniest news stories of 2020. If you want to watch it, click the link in the description and hit the bell to be notified when the event goes live. Also, if we hit 20,000 subscribers before Monday, there'll be a bonus surprise, so be sure to subscribe. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we look back at a story that happened on Saturday. We know it's not something we normally do, but it's important. This was the news that Canada and the UK have agreed to a comprehensive deal that allows trade between the two to remain fairly similar to how it is already. Meaning that when the UK officially leaves the EU at the end of the year, the UK-Canada relationship should carry over pretty much exactly how it is. It should be noted though that what's been negotiated is simply an agreement in principle. Mr Trudeau stated that a fully comprehensive trade deal may take several years to negotiate. Although this clearly may take a bit of time, this first agreement in principle is a step in the right direction. In fact, even Labour's Shadow International Trade Secretary, Emily Thornbury, signalled her support for the agreement, stating that it was necessary. Necessary is one word a lot of people might use, with some arguing that this deal, which merely carries over the existing terms the UK's already benefited from as part of the EU, isn't exactly the most impressive second announcement from the government, especially considering how little time there is left. As it stands, the only deals the UK will have when leaving the EU are with Japan and Canada, with the Canadian deal mirroring the exact access the UK already had, and the Japan deal increasing access slightly as we discussed in a video when it was first announced. That video is linked below. However, this will be seen as a key deal by many in government. It's estimated that exports in goods and services from the UK to Canada amount to about £20 billion a year. While this is good news for the UK government, everyone can agree that more work needs to be done in order to finalise additional trade deals before the Brexit transition period ends on the 1st of January. Otherwise, we could see a choppy start to 2021. We'll update you as soon as we find out more about the process of negotiations with other nations. In the second story today, we stay in the UK and look at the news about the Oxford vaccine. While we've heard a lot in the past few weeks about Moderna's and Pfizer's efforts and their 95% efficiency, we've not heard much more from Oxford. That's likely because they've not finished their clinical trials, and therefore the efficiency of their vaccine was not known. However, it's today been announced that the vaccine's been shown to be 70% effective. This though is with some caveats. Some of the tests have shown that effectiveness could be as high as 90%. And that's because when conducting the trials, researchers found that if the vaccine was administered first as half a dosage and then as a full dosage, it became 90% effective. If two full doses were administered, then the effectiveness was only 62%. If only one dose is administered, the effectiveness stood at 70%. The scientists are currently looking into why this might be. Some of you might be wondering where this leaves the Oxford vaccine, especially considering that Moderna and Pfizer have produced vaccines that have already been shown to be 95% efficient. Well, the Oxford vaccine does have other advantages. Firstly, it's a lot cheaper. The Oxford vaccine costs around $3 to $4 each, whereas Pfizer vaccines cost $20 each and Moderna vaccines cost $25 each. 
Secondly, while the Moderna vaccine has to be kept very cold and the Pfizer vaccine very, very cold, the Oxford vaccine only needs to be stored between 2 and 8 degrees Celsius. These factors could make the Oxford vaccine preferable to governments who are desperately looking to purchase vaccines as quickly as possible, especially in countries which don't already have cold chain logistics set up. Whether this will end up being the case though is still yet to be seen. In the final story today, we move to the US and look at a more positive news story, because we definitely need one. This is the news that a Florida man heroically saved a dog from an alligator, even managing to do so without dropping his cigarette. This encounter happened when the man was walking his dog. The alligator jumped out of the water and grabbed the dog, and after a bit of a tussle, the man managed to free the dog, but at the cost of his hand being trapped in the jaws of the alligator, but he eventually did manage to free himself too. The dog was okay, but the man had to have his hand and stomach attended to. When asked whether alligators should be removed from the lake, he replied, they're part of nature and part of our lives. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.